back to the Deer Noise Podcast. I'm Travis Schlepp. The Milwaukee Bucks just debuted their earned edition jerseys by Nike, uh, their fifth and final jersey of the season. So I thought it would be a good time to bring on someone who I consider to be a jersey connoisseur to talk about the new threads, as well as the city edition jersey we've already seen a bit of so far this year. So joining me is a man who painstakingly ranked every previous Bucks jersey on Twitter. Um, he's known for his Bucks highlight videos slash montage videos, as well as his uh, no love lost relationship with Chris Middleton. Um, with me today is on Twitter as Elijah Price, aka David Dunn Twenty One, uh, aka another name that I learned that. But for the sake of the podcast, we will call him David today. Uh, David Dunn, thanks for coming on, man. Wow, what an intro! Thanks for having me, Travis. You're very welcome. I actually did sit down to write that intro because it's early in the morning. This is earlier than we usually record, um, and my brain is working about 40% uh, capacity right now, so I wanted to make sure that I didn't mess up too much. So, well, uh, M- Michael Beasley would tell you that all you need to do is unlock the unlimited potential of the brain, and you can get that up the other 60%. I live my life based off of Michael Beasley quotes, so I try to to live the life that he imagined for me because I feel like he's a he's a leader for today. <laughs> um, so we're having you on, David, to talk um, some Bucks jerseys. Um, as I'm sure you saw, the earned edition just came out a couple days ago. This is the what I consider to be one of the best color schemes that the team has had in a long time, which is the Irish rainbow that we know from the 80s, the Marcus Johnson era, basically, as I like to think of it. Um, shout out to Sid too, I guess. Um, oh, yeah. The the earned edition, the Irish rainbow, the multiple colors of green along the side, using the city edition base, which is of course the Mecca jersey that we saw. Um, I know you have some strong opinions about jerseys in general, about typeface and color. And uh, what were your first impressions on this Nike earned edition? The earned being because the Bucks made the playoffs last year, and this is something apparently. Uh, when you make the playoffs, you earn a new jersey. Is that is that really the thing? That that is it. I looked it up this morning. I did not know that that was why, but yeah, it's only uh, playoff teams from last year. Oh, okay. Do they still do as a side point? They used to do. I don't know if they still do. Do they still do the gold uh, font on the not font, but there's like a gold swatch. I think that might have been the last days of Adidas that they put for any team who had won a championship. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Um, I feel like I that was the last days of Adidas. Yeah, no, that was definitely during the Adidas days. Um, I'm not sure if they still do that. Let me look at the. Yeah, I don't see it on the Warriors jersey, so I'm assuming they probably yeah. stopped doing that. That was and a nice it, little touch, though. I like. And there's all all kinds of controversies as to what um, when teams move cities, you know. It, it, you know who really is the uh, the the Cincinnati franchise or who is yeah, the Kings exactly. and, and did does do, do those championships count? You know, do the Minneapolis Lakers championship count for the Lakers? Of course, the Lakers have enough of their own. But yeah, I remember yeah. that whole that whole thing. But I thought that was a cool visuals, um, a small visual signifier back before, because that must have been back before we got the uh, the jersey jersey sponsorships too so at the time the the jerseys were a lot plainer and that was kind of a nice little flare flourish it's kind of like the uh the nfl where the team captains if you've been a captain for more than 
I think it's four years, then your captain patches, then gold. It's kind of a nice little touch that I've always liked. Oh, that that's a really good point. And and when the, the same thing too. I'm not that old, but kids, I, I have to tell you, kids, when when I was growing up, jerseys were pretty plain. So any kind of like 50th logo patch or like the Lambeau Field hundred year, not hundred years, but like the hundred years of Packers or whatever. Anytime there was a 50 year patch of something, it was kind of visually a big deal because again there was the nba sign in in the nba on the what would that be the right shoulder Mm -hmm. and then basically nothing else um and so we've come a long way to the point now where just about every inch of most uniforms is covered with some sort of flare uh but yeah getting back to your question um yeah, a home run, I think. A home run, or at least a solid triple. But compared to... I've been really embarrassed with... I just don't like the way the Bucks. The Bucks haven't done things well uniform-wise since the Purple Era. And the Purple Era was pretty decent. And I am um, have a lot of nostalgia for that era. Mm-hmm. So you could certainly say that I'm biased. But the... I... I I know a lot of the fans have been really into it. Here's what I've always thought. I've always maintained that Giannis becoming a superstar caused a lot of other bandwagon fans to start following the team, and then everything was just great. Like, oh, it's a great big black jersey. That's that's great. (laughs) There's a big. Let me get my your thoughts on the fear of the deer jersey. The fear of the deer jersey is an abomination (laughs) of a jersey, (laughs) which is weird because I feel like that's most people's favorite. It is, but people don't know better. Let, let me give my general disclaimer that I have strong opinions on this. And if I even if I call you stupid five seconds from now, I'm not calling anyone stupid. Like these, these is all a matter of opinion. This is all subjective taste. You can feel however you want, but I don't. I just don't want to give a disclaimer every mm-hmm. sentence. Like I'm not calling you stupid, but th- these yeah, are just. Yeah, let's my, get the disclaimer out of disclaimer. Out of, these this is one this man's is a blanket opinion. disclaimer. With for that being insults. said, if you like the black fear the deer jerseys, you're a moron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not in all seriousness. Uh, black and blue doesn't work that well together. Yeah. Uh, big to small, big to small. Let me, um, we had the Milwaukee Bucks had a new ownership group that came in with a lot of corporate synergy type phrases and a lot of branding ideas. And it was really on balance, a really nice thing. And certainly they got in, in real world aspects, they got a new arena and you know, they, they've done on balance, a bunch of excellent things. And at the time it was pretty clear, at least to me that the bucks, the ownership was trying to take a little bit from the Packers and a little bit from the Brewers and mm-hmm. the bucks incorporating the blue, I think was a clear nod to the Brewers. Of course, in their branding rollout, they said it was to honor the lakes and rivers of the region or whatever. But like blue, blue and green doesn't work great together. Yeah. And, and of course it was already kind of a Mavericks thing. And Jason Kidd was the coach as I move my dog. Pardon me. No problem. So this was already kind of a thing like green and blue, not the best. If you look in a lot of teams too, that, that do a green and blue thing. A lot of times they move away from it. Um, they're too and close just, on the color palette. They're too, they're yes. too similar. You kind of have to have like competing or complementary, and they're too close to each other on the color palette. So I definitely know what you mean between green and blue. So if I say black and yellow, what do you think of? I think of the Steelers. You think of the Steelers, and of course, mm-hmm. if I say silver and black, yep. 
the Raiders. Yeah, right. And yeah. so so I grew up in the purple era. Don't get me uh-huh. wrong. And 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 people who are a little bit younger can't realize that there was a time where purple just popped throughout all of sports and purple was really the it color. It seems kind of counterintuitive, but I was just alive for it. I was just in middle school mm-hmm. for it. And so you have an affinity I think for the it. Re- well, I think the reason it, it was the first time, because as much as people talk about the lime green um, rainbow now, the lime green, the Todd Day era, the blue era, blue Edwards era, uh, 19, you know, 94 ish, whenever that was, was really played out at the time when I was growing up. It had really run its like, oh, we're, we're, the, we're the it team. We're doing, you know, the Kings went to purple around the same time. And everybody was doing kind of purple, silver, and black. It's, it seems crazy in retrospect. And so for the first time, the Bucks had a cool jersey. First time in my lifetime, the Bucks had a cool jersey that people were buying. <laughs> and that's really, and, and you know, then we had some, you know, we had some newish players. And that was the first time in my lifetime where the Bucks had a cool jersey. And so now looking back on it, when you look back on it, there's a lot to really like about the purple jersey, but it was it was just kind of, it was more of its era than, than anything yeah. else. But getting back to your question about the black jerseys, the problem with the black jerseys, again, is it, it's black and blue. I almost appreciate that the, they keep wanting to do these accent colors that don't really make the rest of it pop. But let me, um, I'm talking a lot. Let me raise a question to you. How do you feel mm-hmm. generally about the the Jägermeister Buck logo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I actually, as far as sports logos go, I actually do kind of like it. There is a little bit of an issue that I have with a lot of sports jerseys where every sports team has basically their shield logo. Yeah. Which is, it's played out. I, I hate the Cavaliers, like their new logo with the shield. I hate like uh, everything in MLS, everything in soccer has a shield variation. So, I mean, the Bucks kind of went with a shield, but they also kind of went beyond that, you know, keeping with the tradition of the actual deer head. Um, and I feel like the deer head just has to be in, incorporated in some form into their logo. So it's based off of what they created and the fact that you're pretty much hamstrung to have to use the deer head. Um, I like it. I, I feel like it's it's pretty good. It's pretty solid. Um, yeah. As a non-graphic designer, I can't really think of how much better you could really incorporate the deer head while also, while also signifying like this is a sports team. Right, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I never really had super strong opinions of it. I definitely think it's an upgrade over the uh, Christmas era Bucks logo. Um, but yeah, as far as the logo itself goes, um, I would say it's probably maybe like a top ten logo in the NBA. But that's partially because there's a lot of crappy logos. In oh, the so NBA. you 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 consider it to be much higher than me? Then I'd I'd say <laughs> if I was being fair, I think it's maybe like a six out of ten or something like that. Okay. Like it's it's fine. It's nothing. It's nothing. Like I love the 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 Bango spinning the basketball on his hoof with the greatest of ease logo. Like to me, that <laughs> yeah, the yeah, that one's great. Yeah. The cartoon logo. The yep. an interesting thing about that. If you look at some of the iconography of that era, and this is kind of when I was really really young. Bango's color, and I'm looking at a picture of it now. Bango's color, that tan color. Yeah. At a certain point, once the Bucks went away from red, like mid Sydney Moncrief, whatever year that would have been, mm-hmm. like 84, 85, I think they went away from the red somewhere around then. 
that bango color yellow tan almost became like a secondary color that they'd use sometimes mm-hmm. and that you so you can find a bucks basketball of that era where the colors are literally like green and then bango tan <laughs> or if, if you've ever seen pictures of like the kareem retirement or not the retirement but kareem getting his yeah his number retired he came back later they give him like a leather jacket and it's like green black and again that tan like that tan kind of took it's almost like the color of a basketball and for a while that kind of took over i mean i I don't think it was ever an official color but it was sort of used as such yeah no i'm looking at it i can you can see he's uh yeah (laughs) he's definitely got the accent colors of like you said the bango like his number is the 33 on his jacket that he's wearing has the bango tan that you're talking about um there's like stripes on this little jacket that they gave him it's uh it's interesting <laughs> yeah but but again so just just color wise and this let me get back to my basis kind of basic uh thesis statement mm-hmm. is green and gold is the packers green yeah. <laughs> if you think green and gold is the packers and you've been in wisconsin you've seen uh, i don't live in wisconsin anymore but uh, there's a million versions of, of you know, because to wear a big yellow jacket is kind of tacky. So there's a million versions in Green Bay or in Wisconsin or in Milwaukee of like distressed yellow and kind of like off, you know, kind of slightly less striking colors because people, ha- you know, wear it in their big starter jacket or whatever. Yeah. And so if if you see and that's to me where the cream to get back to my original point, that's where the cream came from to me. People are like, oh, cream bricks, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah, there's cream bricks and, you know, cream is kind of a a distinctive color and all that and that's fine but to me the bucks were trying to incorporate take some of the packers corner there's just no there's no way around that to me do you buy that it's the cream city was was milwaukee ever referred to as the cream city before not to me i I know that that's a historical thing that's a historical thing and i heard that growing up but it wasn't it was brew city or or yeah or you know the mill or something there's people generally just say milwaukee yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't feel like people... Brew City was kind of more a thing because beer is cooler than cream bricks, generally. Yeah. But again, it's a marketing thing, so it's just whatever. But I mean, like the idea... So they came in and they're Knicks fans. But it's of course... Just, yeah. But, but you know, Milwaukee doesn't have a, a big standing. And so people who are old heads were like, no, there's this kind of legacy of... Like, I don't really believe you should be able to change your colors once you win a championship. Okay. Um, in a city. I mean, I Interesting. think, I think in my perfect world, they could have two modern jerseys and then they'd have to have some sort of legacy Jersey that was really similar to like the 1970. I know they didn't win in 1974, but that's, that's the best set of the seventies, but they'd have to at least, you know, bring that out sometimes. I mean, just about every team in the major three sports does that. Like the brewers didn't have really any success. The, the era that the brewers had the most success the Brewers wear those jerseys till this day, and they've done <laughs> yeah. a really good job. And they brought that logo right back because it's the best logo, and they've totally incorporated it. And the Bucks, the new ownership was kind of embarrassed of the Herb Cole era, and certainly there's reasons for them to feel that way. Yeah, there's definitely wanting to establish your own legacy as soon as you come in. So I don't, def- I definitely don't blame them for that. Right, and but that, but then we have a mismatch because we got this hodgepodge of colors. We've changed our colors eight times, and really, among all the teams in the NBA, really only I'm gonna forget one, but I think I said this one time. Only the Jazz has a wacky. The Jazz, and you can say now Cleveland mm-hmm. has a wackier group of color sets. 
Whereas like the jazz was, you know, was, was purple and silver and then it was, yeah. it was purple and gold, but then it was also green and gr- kind of green and gold and white. And it had all these colors. It's weird. You know, I've, I'm looking at the, uh, the earned edition of the Jersey. This is their green and yellow one that they have. I don't, I have liked every single jazz Jersey that they've ever <laughs> put out. Basically. I love the like weird color schemes. I love the sunrise city edition Jersey that they have. And they kind of look like the utah suns a little bit an abomination you like <laughs> i love it god i love it <laughs> i thought that was something people just said like oh no. yeah i love that is it like like you love that in an andy warhol kind of way <laughs> see i have okay this is i something... think it's art i just think it's terrible this is something well yeah and then the court is okay this is my thought on these city edition jerseys and this kind of comes yep. into the city edition the mecca inspired jersey go for it i like my home edition jersey and my away jersey i like those to be kind of minimalist simple colors you know the main color scheme if this is an alternate jersey i want it to be gaudy and i want it to be colorful and i want it to be so out there because it's an alternate i mean i don't need another cool one i want i want something simple for the for the ones that we see 80 percent of the time and the 20 percent of the time that we see something else i just want them to go crazy and that's why i like the Suns jersey. That's why I don't really hate the City Edition jersey. I know a lot of people like to like to bag on the City Edition jersey and say, you know, it's the McDonald's jersey or uh, the yellow is horrible. But I actually do like, and it's like last year when they played at the at the Mecca Court. There's something about how ridiculous and over the top those colors are that I just really like because I think <laughs> I think sports are really kind of silly when you think about it, and. Sure. I want my jerseys to be silly, and I and another thing that you said is that you want them to kind of hold on to, you know, their historic jerseys. I kind of like the soccer model where we get a new jersey every year, and then we can look back and be like, yeah, that one was cool. Ooh, this one we wore it for a whole year and is terrible, but well, now you're we living these in your ones. best era because that's, that's basically yes. what we got right now. Exactly. So I am really happy that they're doing these rotating jerseys. That is true. Um. Let's not bury the lead. The New Jerseys are fantastic. The New okay. Jerseys are fantastic because I don't want to make sure I get that out. They are wonderful. They are, they are wonderful. I, I don't. I, I said this somewhere else. I I think the business model is such now that they can't really give us throwbacks. Or maybe I'm incorrect about this, but it seems like they've moved away from a throwback model and now they're trying to make variations. And you saw that most prominently, I think, with the Nuggets. Uh, yeah. alternate that they came out with which is basically an alex english era jersey like they had released that as a throwback mm-hmm. in years past so you could get an old Matumbo version of the old uh, nuggets rainbow or when carmelo was there they you know you could go walk into a footlocker or whatever and find like the carmelo version of the old the throwback rainbow, yeah right right what are your thoughts on the rainbow jersey I, i'm genuinely interested the nuggets one yeah oh it's great okay great it's All great. Right. It's it's a. We can era. agree on that then. No, I mean I I like the Astros um tequila sunrise. I like I like a lot of that stuff when it's interesting. I just I. I... What about the the Fiesta Spurs jersey? Do you like that one? You Maybe I haven't that seen one? that one. Is that is that of a new release? No, it's it's old. It's uh, it's got the the turquoise and the the red and the orange across the across the front. It's uh. When did they wear that? Because I, I obviously I know what the what the 
because growing up as a kid, it was always like, you know, the Spurs are silver and black, but they've got this huge um, midcourt logo that kind of seems to cut across the silver and black, and then they'd have kind of wacky warm-ups. Yeah, so let me pull it up for you. This is Duncan era, early, mid-2000, 2010s. They wore like a variation a couple years ago. Can you see this? Wow, I have never seen that before. Yeah, those are the Fiesta Spurs jerseys. Actually... Something about the black with the um, like the traditional Mexican fiesta colors, I really really enjoy. Okay, so we've we've <laughs> we've got a baseline now as to what you find acceptable. This is <laughs> deplorable and needs to be burned immediately. It's it's just too much though. It's just too but much. as but as an alternate though, you don't see like like as like you know five games out of the year. This is kind of fun. No, no, not at all. That's awful. That's okay. <laughs> that's awful. All right. Well, one, I more I want, I want your, <laughs> one more I want you to see. All right. Let's uh, go. The 2018 Nets City Edition jersey. Okay. So I was complaining about this on another podcast. Okay. Um, I was complaining about the Bucks Mecca uh, jersey on another podcast because to me, what Brooklyn did is an example of what the Bucks did not do with the Mecca jersey. And there's a lot to like about the Mecca jersey, and I said this at the time. First of all, you said the big... I, I think the colors were appropriate. Um, and I thought that the kind of the combination of the red and the big yellow and, mm-hmm. like, the big colors... First of all, I, I really like... And I said this at the time, and I'm, I'm more than gratified that people at me at Twitter whenever a new jersey gets released. Like, that's... I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. That's That's awesome. And what I said at the time, my snap reaction to the Mecca jersey when somebody, you know, messaged me at four in the morning was, oh, it's, you know, the numbers are good. It's a pretty good font. And it's not as insane as having just a humongous deer head in the middle of your jersey like the Bucks try to do with the with the black, which is just, to me, trash. <laughs> you know, but it's it's always a concept jersey. The, concept, the Bucks were putting out concept jerseys that look like they should were like on the second draft and I wish yeah. they'd just keep working it out until they had a fifth draft. And what I said was I agree with you there. If you look at Brooklyn, like Brooklyn had Brooklyn is 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 recognizing um BIG, Biggie Smalls, and mm-hmm. so they did a Coogee jersey, but I said if the Bucks did it, the entire jersey would have been a Coogee. <laughs> you know, the entire jersey as opposed to just little bits of trim and you have to wonder what that is. Yeah. You know, if you're a fan, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, and then and then if the players want to accentuate that, you know, the players were having like faux Coogee wristbands or socks or whatever. But it, it, it was understated in a way that honored what they were trying to do. And I said, but absolutely, if the Bucks did that, the entire jersey would be a sweater. No, I, then, I actually, I, I believe you there. Uh, it kind of looks like, like the Bucks are trying a little too much to be like, Hey, this is what we're going for. In case you couldn't tell, this is it. And that's kind of the deal with the, the Mecca jersey, too. Is like, this is what we're going for. Um, yeah. Yeah. And by the way, guys, don't you see that that's... It, it's it's actually... No, it's not dumb because it's 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 a piece of the court. You guys just didn't figure that out. But actually, this corresponds to one area of the court. And it's like, okay, <laughs> I guess. like that's, yeah, that's The cool, elbow, the most memorable part of the Mecca court. The court that everyone thinks of when they think of the Mecca court. It was like a Shyamalan-esque reveal at the end. Like, oh, you guys think this is dumb, but actually it's a piece of the court. But actually, yeah. and what I said at the time, I was like, I said, this is going to look good on TV. You know what yeah. doesn't look good on TV is Matthew Dellavedova wearing a cream jersey that's like flesh-toned to his flesh. That looks <laughs> awful. I hated the cream jersey so much. It was just like, 
And I think, I guess what I'm saying is, man, at the end of the day, I think they're getting better at this. Mm-hmm. And that really uh, fills me with happiness. I, I was a little disappointed that they're the, the new jerseys, the earned, I guess, jersey, they're only going to wear briefly. Yeah. They should wear those all year. Those are <laughs> awesome. Those are awesome. They didn't They didn't try, and, and maybe my just expectations is just that much lower, but, like, I had to listen. You know, for five years, people were like, oh, red and green. Like, red and green pops, man. Like you said about the color wheel. Red and green pops. <laughs> And also, when you have a white jersey, it's really hard sometimes to make a white jersey seem distinctive because white, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of intrinsically plain. And with being being said that, I'm sure because it doesn't matter where you wear the jerseys anymore, I'm sure they'll wear them on the road or wear them whenever they want. But it's awesome. They didn't have, like, it's not, it's not hard. Like, you watch all the other teams in the league. A lot of them have decent, like, every team. Here's the thing. My B five, six years ago. Virtually every team in the league, with almost no exceptions, but the Bucks, and the Bucks were getting sold at that time. So maybe we can just say, "Hey, it was in the the transition of power." Every single team in the league went back to their roots, and it didn't matter whether they were a good franchise or not. And mm-hmm. universally, every single team that went back to their roots was met with rave reviews. The Bullets did it. The Wizards Bullets did it. Yep. And went back and and it was like, oh wait, that's awesome. That's look great. They did a slight modernization and it was great. And and the Bucks just stubbornly were kind of going their own way. Like every other team was like, oh, we're going like the Jazz did it. Um the Lakers, you know, kind of tried to trump it. Like the Celtics have been doing the same thing forever. But that's that's what I think generally we want as sports fans. And Bucks fans were so kind of yeah, scattered yeah. to the wind that I think people didn't know what they wanted. But it was like, no, this is what you uh-huh. want. This is what you want. You want a green jersey <laughs> and and a little bit of red. And if you don't like red, then you want just, you know, but the, it works. Those are our colors. I'm sorry. Those are our colors. Our colors are green and white. And if you want to add in a little red and silver, that's great. If you want to have a purple throwback, I'm certainly here for it. If yeah. you want to go back to the Ray Allen big dog era deer head, because that's the other thing. I, I, I'm sure the Bucks did some market research and said, you know, what people really like is that that big deer head. The ghost deer. <laughs> Yeah, like the good one? Yeah, yeah. the ghost deer. And so we've gotten now multiple versions, both in the black one and the cream, of them being like, how about a huge deer head on your jersey, right, kids? That's what people yeah. want. And to me, not really, like, not really realizing that the appeal of that is it's an actual, like, deer. It's a not a logo. It's an actual, like, drawn-out image of an actual deer, and that's kind of why people liked it, and not so much, you know, that they really require antlers or anything that they wanted was they wanted the artwork they wanted art on the front not a huge deer logo if you look at that deer logo and again that was totally of the era nobody would make that today it was like a really awesome thing of the era i think what that jersey did that uniform set did that i think we only realized in retrospect first of all there used to be a thing i very much like the um the bucks rebrand of whatever year that was the 1994 or whatever rebrand where they went to the the bango looking from a triangle uh, mm-hmm. kind of logo that when they switched to the purple and it said Milwaukee Bucks because I always like that word mark. There was a criticism of at the time that, hey, it looks like that deer kind of has a pig snout <laughs> in a way because it was oh, looking yeah. straight on. I don't know. <laughs> and so amongst all the excellent things, so let me t- let's talk about that green alt for a second and what that green alt did. The Bucks had big purple jerseys and they were kind of awesome at the time because. <clears throat> excuse me 
because it was purple and silver because purple was a hot color, but the Bucks wordmark was so awesome. It was sharp. It looked like flecks of silver paint or something. Yeah. In the wordmark. You like the sharp wordmark. Yes. I, I, I always like that. I always like so that. So you like, the, do you like the big S? Oh the, yeah. The capital B U C K big S. Yes, but but they so weird because I hate that I hate the big S. But, but they ruined that. They ruined that when they moved back to red and green, which I was not a fan of, and then they made it to some other weird other thing. Yeah, no, but, I, I know what you're talking about. But that was also the baggy hip hop era, <laughs> and so the problem with the cut of those and you, any picture, like Google any picture of the Bucks in purple, and whether it's Vin Baker or Anthony Mason or whatever else, the word mark is literally beneath their pectoral muscles on any given shot like the word the word mark is so low it's lit it's almost halfway on the jersey because that mm-hmm. was both the style and where the placement was and maybe they just couldn't fit that humongous bucks across the chest yeah so saying this all this to say that when they changed to the green they didn't change to the green alt it was just a green alternate that they'd sometimes wear you know years after they'd released the purple uh then they went to this gradient here, I have this picture of it here. I almost need to take a look at it. They move to this gradient. It starts out white and it like fades to purple at the bottom, almost like it's like Welch's grape. And it's like, okay. it's, it, it's empty at the top, but then it's like filled with like purple goodness at the bottom. And they move the word mark up a little bit. And now you've got black trim, um, the black trim white uh, to purple to green works, but but keeping it real, that's a green jersey. So we had all these other jerseys, but probably psychology, um, subconsciously, we still wanted a green jersey. They gave us a green jersey. Not only that, but it almost serves as like a retcon of the Bucks logo, because mm-hmm. now we see the if you notice the purple snout that people had kind of objections to the deer snout. It's like a 3D rendering of the snout to show, oh, no, it's not a pig snout. It's just now that you can see um, the deer in profile, this is the whole face of the deer. So it does so many interesting things. It wouldn't work today, but it's very much of its era. And I think that's why people have such fondness with it. Because the truth is, I don't really even think we wore that that much. Like we oh, brought I don't it think back. So either. Yeah. We brought it back for Ur- the Ursan Monte kind of bucks, you know, Brandon Jennings wore it. But. We didn't wear it that many games. We wore the purple all the time. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny that you bring up the the typography and the the uh, the font, I guess, because this is this is my big issue with the with the earned jersey and the uh, city edition, which I'll, I'll share my screen with you again. All right. Um, if I can figure out, yeah, okay. Um, this is is this not an extremely plain font to you? Like you could very easily tell me that this is Arial bold stacked vertically, B U C K S. It's not an existing font that the Bucks already use. It's not uh, with the Mecca edition, for instance. It's not the Mecca font. What is this font that they came up with, and why is it here? It doesn't seem to fit any previous type that they've used. I mean, a lot of people have also been annoyed the fact that I'm not sure if you can see this, but mm-hmm. the it's off center from the Harley logo, which is so sad that we're at the point where we're trying to accommodate for the harley logo but uh what do you think of the font because that's i think of everything about this i love the gray stripe on on the earned i love the color scheme uh the irish rainbow like i said but i just can't get behind this plain just 
it's kind of i think it's ugly personally i do not like there's they're simple and minimalist and then there's just like the project was due at 2 p.m and it's 150 right now and we just like mm-hmm. just put bucks in a row with aerial fun because it's what are your thoughts on that i can't disagree with any of that but it doesn't matter and let me tell you why okay um that's that's just true for well, no i i man i this is a podcast right now that I'd like to listen to. I don't know if anybody else is going to find this interesting. I find <laughs> That's, this, this is awesome. This is this is these this is podcasts awesome. cater specifically to me. If it was if it was up to me and I didn't have guests, I'd be talking about Disneyland and and other things. But oh, okay. um, nobody cares about this podcast. Is how I always try to think of it. I'm literally wanting to create a podcast that me and my guests would enjoy listening to. So okay. let's geek out. Let's do it. All right. So this is the same font as the Mecca jerseys. Um, and yeah. I think you have to sacrifice the word mark for how interesting the numbers are. And I think the numbers are great on the back as well. I actually haven't seen True, because it probably is a typeset with the numbers. In the right. Front. I think it's yeah. the same thing. And, and on the Mecca jerseys, when, when the Mecca jerseys came out, I was like, that's not a bad number. And it looks bigger. It looks better, bigger on the back. And and I think. Um, Sorry, I'll pull it back up for you. No, no, I don't need to look at it. But yeah, but yeah, exactly. As you look at the other picture, that's that's the thing. But let's talk about the rainbow for a second. Like I almost like you've mentioned that I did keep it real. I haven't even really noticed that it was offset. I'm so thrilled by this rainbow. The books, <laughs> modern, just regular green and white jer- white jerseys stink because they had to include blue at the armpits, and it's not even a balanced block of blue. It's the smallest blink. And you'll miss it. Little aspect of blue next to the trim by the armpits. It drives me nuts. You're talking the the current white jersey? Yes. I hate that so much. I cannot not see it. It's insane that they would do that. Like, they don't need blue as part of their set. Like, if you want to look like the Mavs, look like the Mavs. Then they should have had other blocks. But it's an unbalanced rainbow. The unbalanced rainbow drives me nuts. Right? Yeah. Just as you pull it up now, yeah. That little block of blue. What is that little block of blue accomplishing? Who thought that was a good idea? Synergy. They'd have much. They'd have been far better off just having a pinstripe on the collar, or just like like if you're gonna have blue, have blue. That little bit, and it's next to the black. Like so, you have green on the shoulder trim. Then you have blue. Then you have black. Then you have green. Then there's a little bit of white. Like that makes no. it, It. It's insane to me. And, you know, to further add to that, the cream doesn't really work next to white in any yeah, kinda get, way. Yeah, it doesn't really pop when it's next to white. It, it just looks just bad. It, it just looks bad. And even on, because the, the secret of all of this, I mean, this has been, the, you know, maybe I don't think this is a controversial statement. Who knows in 2018 what's a controversial statement. But uh, black players look better on white jerseys and vice versa just because of the contrast of it. Mm-hmm right like it's gonna look better it's gonna pop better on tv it, it just think, it just pops better it just pops better that. i mean it, it doesn't is it, it's not like the black guys look bad in the dark jerseys but like white player white jersey doesn't always look great like just from a from a contrast standpoint and then you have like these little swatches of, of cream it you know it it might not flatter Ursan Ilyasova is is really the point that I'm getting at here. Yeah. But no, so so going back to going back to the modern jersey, like so what they gave us in the earned, I guess, earned edition is a rainbow that makes sense. It's not like it so I'm look, we're looking at it now and we've got lime green, which was again 
So so they're really nodding to a couple of different eras here, right? Yeah. Because the lime green came in later. The lime the lime green came in the Sydney um, Sydney Moncrief Terry Cummings era, but I don't think like like Kareem wasn't wearing lime green. Yeah. No, right. That's that's yeah. So really, this is a merger. I'm just thinking of this for the first time. It's really a 70s, 80s hybrid look. Yeah. No, with punch. the with the uh, the red. It's the, definitely like the 70s red that they used. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so the Alton Lister, um, Marcus Johnson had had um, the 1978 version incorporated the lime green. Okay incorporated the lime green but but lime green there was no lime green in the cream and oscar set at all so there was one version that did lime green it i mean look it's awesome it looks awesome to me yes <laughs> yes the bucks is offset but they can't yeah. do anything because they got to have the harley logo right there but yeah let me tell you the red nike swoosh impaling itself on the white block of the rainbow is awesome yeah like, no that's a really nice touch i do really really like that they could have even had the numbers just be like clear white uh, or, you know, transparent white, the white that shines through. And it would have been fine because just that aspect of the red, like I don't I don't really need a ton of red. Yeah. You, you know, just to be honest, but just that little bit of it is so they finally got a minimalist look to look great. So I probably am grading on a curve, to be honest. I'm grading <laughs> on a curve. But just compared to the. Your expectations are at. so low that this it's is so bad. this like, is a masterpiece. They gave us a cream jersey last year that had a big buck that the cream sweater vest or somebody had photoshopped and said mm-hmm. it looked like like the um <laughs> the the chase the chest plate that you get when you go to the dentist so the dentist doesn't Oh like, yeah, yeah. You know, x-ray like when you get x-rays. Um and you know, had they put the numbers in the middle there, or had they done anything? They're like, no, here's what you want, guys. You want a big buckhead, right? And we'll put the blue up here, and it'll be balanced. Like I hate that so much. Now, if, as I said before, if the stripes had wrapped all the way to the back, as I think yes. the Nuggets used to, if it had yeah. wrapped all the way to the back, and maybe then the numbers were in the middle there. Like if you have the numbers there instead of the deer head. Th- again, this was a second draft. I just keep saying this was a second draft. There was something they, interesting. They didn't there. get to their final their final project they didn't workshop this enough no because it's just numbers i feel like they just moved that around on a computer and were like all right done you know yeah no i agree i i when i saw it that was actually the first thing that popped out to me is like really the the stripes just stop at the seam on the armpit like that where's like the cohesion on that it's it's literally like the the front of the jersey is one thing and the back of the jersey is another thing you wouldn't be able to look at the back and be like hmm i wonder what the front looks like there's no they're completely separate of each other. And that's what I hated about the stripes is like, if it actually wrapped around, maybe like staggered, you know, like, uh, like steps or like a gradient or not, probably not a gradient, but something like that to, to bring it around to the back. But they didn't, they just stopped. And I'm looking at the seam right now, this little seam on the armpit. Mm-hmm. That's where it stops. Just it stops. Yeah. Totally agree. And they could have just, again, what's so the question I have for you listeners what's wrong with word marks <laughs> what's wrong with it like if you look at 1974 if you look at the 1974 buck set which i think and i did my uniform rankings it must have ended up in the top five i think i ended up putting it i have it fourth here it's a beautiful baseball style milwaukee and cursive and the e kind of ends in a flourish that one right there at the bottom let's take a look here no, I'm not seeing it. Man, my screen blinked out. 
But anyway, yeah, and the the red and the green, the the uh, the red cursive with like the white outline on it, and yeah, like you said, the little flare with the at the final e. No, that's a that's a pretty jersey. I like that a lot. Word mark and number equals success. You've seen through the history of sports some teams that have just a word mark and then a number below it, and it's a little bit boring. Mm-hmm. But if you go primary colors, some solid secondary colors, word mark, and number underneath, you're guaranteed a six and a half out of ten from Jump Street, like you just are. And we have decided, yeah, that one. And we have just decided to just go in the most bizarre directions. Because here's the thing. Like, the Bucks, I love the, um, you got it in the top right there. I love the the throwbacks that they were last, last year. From last year, yeah. No, that's my favorite one that they've done since the redesign, for sure. It's absolutely my favorite one. There's nothing to it. <laughs> that yeah, is it's, a- it's extremely basic. They got <laughs> the little old school deer head right there in the, on the pant leg, which I love. That's a, yeah. It's a visual representation <laughs> It's just it's as plain as can be, but the white is crisp white. Um, it it works, and I mean red and green just works, and and I really like the little deer logo. I mean that's something that wasn't anywhere that hasn't been anywhere for twenty years, and for them to sell, they sold warm ups with with the old deer. Yeah, uh, I have the shirt with that deer logo. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That one's awesome. So it's not it's it's not rocket science. It's what I don't get about because our. Our owners are Knicks fans. The Knicks haven't done a bunch of crazy stuff through the years. The Knicks have had jerseys that say New York and yeah. a bunch of different versions of jerseys that say New York. And if they want to get wacky, they have like their own Irish train. But not it wasn't the it was on the trim. It was on the um, armhole trend, and they had a couple different versions of that. But if you mm-hmm. look at any Knicks jersey from forever, sometimes the blue pops more, and sometimes they have versions where it's more about the white and the orange. But they've had the same basic jersey for forever. Yeah, and even their firefighter alt was way better than anything that we've ever done. Yeah, there's their Irish Rainbow one too. That, uh, you know, different versions of the same thing. I understand that they have to keep selling jerseys, but like different versions of the same thing work fine. They have a good color set, and they, you know, do different variations of it to death. I just don't know why we can't do that. Do you think that they are putting the logo so prominently? in the most recent years because it's it's new it's the new redesign and they're trying to put it prominently to be like this is our new logo this is who we are and maybe in like two or three years they'll get back to just typeface with with a number do you think that they'll fade that out or do you think because in my in my idea they have this new logo that they obviously spent money on and they want it for branding and they want to put it out there so the best way to get that new logo seen is to put it on an actual jersey. Um, because right now, like they don't have the name recognition or the I- iconic, you know, iconic name like the Knicks or the Celtics or the Lakers where you really don't need your logo at all. Um, do you think that they're putting forward that, that logo just to be like, this is who we are now, you know, maybe in a few years they'll, they'll tone it down. It'd be nice because really... Nothing would have changed, and we'd still have like a first-team All-NBA kind of caliber player in Giannis, and we didn't have to be wearing clown jerseys, <laughs> like in the like when you when you just look back on it, like there are some <laughs> iconic, like really great iconic logos in the association, mm-hmm. 
like the Celtics or the Bulls or but you know what's the Lakers? The Lakers L is nothing. It's terrible. It's terrible. But they don't it's, need it. They just made it just to have something to have a second. Like so, I guess what I'm saying is there's like what's the what's the Clippers? The Cl- you know it that that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess my general ideology is that use of color and use of word mark and having an iconic color set is far more important than like the kind of big picture logo stuff that, that you're describing. Like the bulls didn't need to have a Jersey with a humongous bull on the front to say, mm-hmm. and you know, it's we're the bulls we're here. It's like, no, when they were winning, everybody knew what the bulls looked like and everybody knew the bulls were red, black and white. Like that was understood. Right. So I, I just don't, so you've you've convinced me on the logo that the logo doesn't have to be that prominent. You've convinced me that the type, the typography and the the word mark and the number is more important. You still haven't convinced me on getting rid of the gaudy colors. I will take my son's jersey, my son's uh, city edition jersey. I love it. Um, I I like these ridiculous colors. Um, real quick. I, we've kind of gone a lot longer than I thought we would, which is, which is It's good. my fault. It's my no, fault. No, I'm happy. Let, let, let me say, they should have put the old bangle on this set. On they this, the, but again, the that's the edition set? Yes. I, I think I saw the shorts, and it's still the same buckhead. It's it's this, the modern buckhead. They should have given us cartoon bango. I'm always in favor of more cartoon bango. Yeah, they, they, it was it was the time to do that. And it could have been like just, just white on white or something, but they... they but it's a mismatch. That's fine. This is a remix, and yeah. if you want to take old themes and remix them for a modern audience, that's awesome. What you don't want to do is reinvent the wheel and go against not just the history of the NBA, but the history of baseball, the history of football, and trying because because I think what I said when they originally came out with the Fear to Deer jersey, the black one, was like this is like the the Major League Baseball jersey of the future. It's like let's have a huge barrel man on the front and let's like it. it like some some looks are just timeless and you can try to remix the past and have different you know obviously they're doing different fabrics and and you know we can agree or disagree on what which aspects we like or don't like but the bucks aren't a good enough team they frankly didn't hire a good enough design firm for them to try to reinvent the wheel in the way that they tried to do four or five years ago and i'm very happy that with each different version it seems to be getting slightly better we're getting closer to your ideal jersey. Yeah, this is great. This is this is a one. This is a one. They're gonna wear it four times, I think. This is yeah. a great, a great compromise. I'm happy this exists. I'm happy this exists. I'm happy this exists. And frankly, <laughs> when they wear the when they wear the mecca one, I'm like, okay, big bold colors. I think they kind of screwed it up with the shorts a little bit. But yeah, that that was still like a seven to me. Like if if I put that in my ranking, I think I did put that retroactively in my ranking is and still at the bottom third, but. It wasn't awful. It wasn't yeah. the all red, the all reds from, you know, fifteen years ago or whenever that was. Okay, so to wrap it up, let's let's go through top to bottom of the five Bucks jerseys that we have. We have Fear the Deer black, home green, away white, or however you know which way you want to mm-hmm. interpret that. Um, this new earned edition and the city edition. Let's go top to bottom. I can, I have a feeling black is number five as the worst one. So let's start there. Uh, black is number five. It 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 makes no sense to see us play at the Celtics or at whatever or sometimes at home and to wear 
It's like, oh, it's the Celtics and they're wearing white and green, and it's the Bucks and they're wearing all black with black shoes. It makes no sense. It's not a great look. I understand that it's like, rawr, Buckhead, and we're wearing black. We're we're aggressive, you know. Like it's like the Poochie episode of The Simpsons, where it's like, you know, let's turn up the aggressiveness and the attitude times. It, it, those, those jerseys suck. I'm sorry. And that's why they're the fear the deer. They yeah, fear really, us. No, yeah. no, really, fear us, fear us. Black for the fear, then the deer is is prominent, staring right at you. Okay, yeah, number four. This isn't your dad's deer. This isn't your dad's <laughs> exactly. Um, number four has to be the home whites, or they're not home whites anymore. Number one has to be the home whites. Um, number one is the home whites. Oh, sorry, that's number four. Number four. Okay, but we're going back to five, whites. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The whites, they're fine. Uh, the word mark is okay. It's it seems a little bit smaller in, in scale on some of the bigger players. I, I agree with Paul Lucas or whoever said at the time that maybe if they'd have done another pass, they would have had maybe a drop shadow on it or something or just added them. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. The the it, it gets subtracted points for having that stupid splash of blue underneath the armpit. But it, it's it's a decent enough look. The cream doesn't really work next to the white. The numbers like you have the Parker like like a when Tony Snell is wearing number 21, the twos are kind of a little aggressive. Aggressively, it looks like a maze a little bit. Yeah. But the, I didn't hate them when they came out. They were fine, and they were better than what we had before. I just expected more. But that's that, let's call that number four. Okay, number three. Number three, we go with the Mecca. Mecca, okay. We, we go with the Mecca. It's um, <laughs> Chris Middleton in the Mecca is like... Uh, uh, yeah, don't get me started on Chris Miller. <laughs> um, it, it's a it's a nice look. Um, it, it's what a wa- I, I, I'll I'll meet you halfway, okay, Travis. On that, that's what a wacky alternative look should be. They could have just hinted at the court. They went too far. I don't like the bottom jersey trim, the trim of the sh- uh, shorts rather on any of these where they got kind of the double stripe. Like it's okay. However, had they so you got red on the top right shoulder. If at the bottom left leg you would maybe incorporated red again and it would have sort of bounced it out a little bit or because they're like big dumb yellow shorts kind of yeah it may be a little bit of red like you have to have the the bottom match the top a little bit to me there were ways they could have tweaked it and it would have aesthetically matched what i like to see in a jersey fine but it's a big wacky mecca jersey it's fine yeah that's that's how i feel it's 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 out there. It's it's different. I mean, it's only for one year. I can get behind it for one year. Oh, but one more thing, and let's let's give them a little bit of credit for this, intentional or not. And I think there was one screenshot of something. I don't need to see it, but there was one. When you see, it's it's a weird thing that when you see four or five guys standing next to each other on the court wearing them, because these sort of downslope upslope patterns kind of connect. That it has the rare effect of almost looking better when you see a group of guys wearing it. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like they sh- they showed there was one picture where they had like all five of them next to each other, and they're like, "Hey, which one do you want to buy? You want to buy Brogdon or Middleton or mm-hmm. Giannis or whoever?" And it, they kind of look better together. Okay. In a weird kind of way, like on yeah. the court. Be- again, it's because they have that kind of triangle pattern running running towards it. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, I'll have to look for it. Okay, number two. Number two is the green. The green was the best one for a long time. Okay. Uh, they still have that stupid uh, swatch of blue, but it's a really nice green. It's not Celtic green. It, it looks almost better on TV. There's yeah. almost kind of a dullness to it that, that I kind of like. 
Um, and again, cream next to green. I mean, you know, in previous versions, they had that stupid M logo. Um, yeah. At, at the, I don't know what you'd say, where the where the 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 head hole kind of met at the front. Yeah. Uh, they kind of did away with some of those aspects. It's it, it's a great look. It's our best look. I hate. I was happy when we wore it. I think we wore it Game Seven in Boston. To me, that should be. They should wear that fifty, sixty percent of the time. Like, it's, no, I it's, agree. It's a great look. I don't like that. Like even the shorts, the kind of like doe hoof pattern kind of thing that we do mm-hmm. with the shorts. Uh, even that is its best version to me in the green like it even that pops better in the green the green is basically our best look yeah i agree so that leaves what we're here to talk about today third edition number one number Number one one. all right number one it's it's gonna look great i can't wait to see it on the court it could have been better of course uh again i think you'll have some of that same because you can't even hardly tell the little aspects that are gray maybe the kind of gray but the gray-white contrast is also kind yeah. of interesting. I, I can't wait to see that on the court. Um, we have the Bucks back, not only in red, but in a striking white-red contrast with a beautiful Irish rainbow that incorporates dark green, regular green, and lime green with white with the swoosh and red. It's not a home run. It's a triple, though. And if they're gonna like, just give us what we want. Cause here's the thing with this Jersey, we have the promise of so much more. I have full faith now that we're going to get something purple in the future. We might get <laughs> yeah, something in the say, purple next year. Cause it seems coming. like they're listening to us now. And by us, I mean me. Cause look, you know, I'm the star of my own movie, right? Yeah, but, exactly. But I, why wouldn't they try something else? If they're just going to remix the stuff from the past, then that's awesome. And I, I, I always felt like, because it seems like the it seems like the league went away from throwbacks because they were like, no, we have to sell these new jerseys. So maybe, like, if I was working for the Bucks, I was, I would tell them, let's do away with the fear to deer. Let's let's split the baby here. Let's have a all black. Let's get away, get rid of the fear to deer jersey, and let's next year give us the word mark and the numbers on the shorts and everything from the Ray Allen purple, and just make it all black. Make it black and silver. There you can you replace. Let's do let's do wacky versions of this, like like you know like like comic book characters or something that like that. That is we a can, compromise right there. That they can, can remix find. it, and who wouldn't want to see the Ray Allen era wordmark, the Sam Cassell wordmark with the numbers on the shorts and everything, but just do it in black and silver. Minus or black, the big silver, S. That's no big S. Yeah, let's do it. Like <laughs> so, I, I'm sure next year's will be even better. But yeah, that's the rankings. All right. Well, hey. We went on for about a lot longer than I thought, which is good because I wasn't sure if we'd be able to fill an hour, but we pretty much hit it right on the mm-hmm. right on the nose. So, um, yeah, thanks for coming on to talk talk uh, jerseys with me. I know if we have any more jersey-breaking news, that I know who to call to come on and, yep. and give me their take. At um, uh, DavidDunn21 on Twitter, um, give him a follow for all of his uh, yep. jersey rankings and his YouTube and player highlights and anything else you want to promote today as we speak is the 13th of december i have completed already uh one of my favorite videos this will be the second year in a row the kind of wisconsin urine sports um highlight package it's about two minutes um i'm kind of tinkering around with because you know to me the misery is a little bit more interesting Mm -hmm. and i'm tinkering tinkering around with the worst moments 
<laughs> and Wisconsin sports video, which if history has taught us anything, nobody will watch or share or follow. So it's kind of um, counterproductive, but I like I like them at least existing. So watch so, both is what is what you're saying. I'm not sure I'm even going to finish the, the, the second one, but look for I could release it today. I'm kind of waiting to see what happens with this next Packer game. Um, before I put it out, plus, but be I want a lot to... of Packer highlights in there, isn't there? Oh no, there's almost no. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Brewers were in the NLCS, so it's, the, it's Brewer... in the misery one though. There's, oh, well, you could probably right. just but that, do but a whole to me, Packers that's fun. one. To me, those those are the most fun ones. But nobody, like, I see the metrics on those, and those get shared and by Bears fans and <laughs> yeah. by other fans almost more. Like you can kind of get a get a snapshot. Of who's watching what. Matter of fact, I was telling somebody the other day that you want to know how good like Raptors fans are is that literally I get 25 views a day of a nothing video that I made on the Bucks Raptors game six. You know, the comeback that didn't quite finish like the game six comeback. I basically just just put together a highlight package and put some music on it and it gets 25 views every single day. (laughs) <laughs> like every like it's gonna be my number one video by like 2020 <laughs> just because raptors fans just watch the video so i really should like transition and become making like raptor fan videos because uh that's where the uh quote-unquote money is they have but a whole yeah, nation it, of angry fans so yes right well anger divided. anger sells better than happiness apparently it's true all right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Um, we'll have you on uh, sometime in the future. Uh, we did not talk about Chris Middleton. I figured we've we've had enough of of that for now. Um, what What's left to say? There's nothing left to say. There's nothing left to say. There's I nothing right. left to say. I was right. Everybody else was wrong. It's cool. I forgive you guys. It's all right. I hope his personal problems are cool. Uh, there's no team in NBA history that won with a player as bad as Chris Middleton as their second banana. Uh, it's a folly to pay him any kind of money i hope he is well i hope his personal problems get worse worked out i have no animus toward him as an individual but chris middleton is a fraud as a basketball player as a human being i'm sure he's a wonderful man we cannot pay him we should have traded him when his value was highest after the celtic series and i'm screaming into the cloud on this and it's too late and okay thank you now. david yeah, 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 yeah. For joining us <laughs> appreciate you coming on man thanks travis